welcome to the Kick It Forward podcast, a shitty hour of nonsense that you keep listening to anyway. Remember, yell Kick It Forward anywhere, tag us, and we'll share it. Today we're coming to you from the cultural capital of the world, Melbourne. For a very special coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my cup of joe? For a very special (laughs) AFL grand final edition of the pod. As always, Giorgio Savini is on the mic, and if uh you haven't noticed by now, it's Harry Fitzgerald taking care of the formalities as Josh oh. Gallup continues to support his, support his family at a very difficult time. Uh, we wish him and all the fam the very best, but don't worry. He'll be joining us shortly to fill us in on his hilarious undercover work as a GWS fan. Um, hey, once again, we're really sorry we had to postpone the live show in Melbourne, but don't worry. We're going to be back bigger and better on November 3rd and stay tuned for announcements about more dates and potentially another city. Ooh, probably Perth, to be honest. Um, tickets are running very low for Melbourne, so don't miss out. The ticket link in the bio is in the bio of this episode. And um, seeing as though I'm running the soundboard today, I thought I'd kick us off with one of these. For absolutely no reason. Uh, no, I love it. Thank you very much. Um, who's that in Josh's seat, Harry? It's well, Jill Buckley. It's none other than oh, <laughs> Giorgio. Could Giorgio, that up a little Giorgio, I, I had a massive build-up and big um, I didn't know big that. introduction and ready. Do it for again. <laughs> Run it again. Okay. Harry, who's that cut. in Josh's no, seat? Cut. Harry, who's that in Josh's seat? Well, it's none other than former Carlton and GWS player who was part of an elite group of players who kicked a goal with their first ever kick in footy. Uh, he's a big dog in the podcasting world, an author, and most importantly, a dad. And uh, we keep running into him on the streets of Richmond whenever we run it, uh, whenever we're over here. Please welcome Till Buckley. How good. Hi, Till. Thank you welcome. so much for having me. How Mate. funny is that how we actually do run into each other every time? Yeah, like, it's, like, it's a thing now. It's a thing. Like, it's just not even planned. We'll just be walking the streets and just... We'll yeah, into each other. we were here for about yeah about an hour. Then we're like, oh, there's Dill again. There's Dill. And well, last time uh, I think we you helped us out with a video, and this yeah. time we yeah, helped no, we helped you so out with a video. Good. So I think we're all um, even, Stevens now. Hey, Dill. I was um yeah. pissed off about live show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was it was sad, but um yeah. it's gonna be uh, bigger and better. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, uh, Dill, your podcast, Dill and Friends, List Cloggers, um, with former teammate Dan Gorridge. Give us, go on, give him a plug. Yeah, uh, give him uh, a plug. List Clockers uh, with Dan, who I know you and um, Dan have a bit of beef together. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm pretty, pretty, pretty you know happy with the guy. Yeah, so or funny. should we start something? <laughs> should we start so something? Funny with this is like every time I see Josh, I say Dan hates him, and every time I see Dan, I say Josh hates him. That's and great. Just, like, That's great. I've just built this thing where they both think, and now it just gets <laughs> yeah. really awkward when they're together. Yeah. It's, I think it's called gaslighting, that. but I just, I think it's funny. Hey, Harry, that was an, um, an incredibly well executed introduction, by the way. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Jill, oh Jill, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, you're Jill, welcome. just to give you a bit of background, this is pretty much how it went when we found out Josh wouldn't be. Wouldn't be introducing. Oh, hey, Harry. Uh, Josh isn't here for the intro this week. You good to do it? Look at me. Sure. I'm the captain now. Oh, okay, cool. Um, why is your dick out? Oh, sorry. I meant to cut that. Sorry, sorry. What kind of nonsense is this? So much effort goes into this. It's, it's actually unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It's a, wonderful, it's a performance. It's a performance. Yeah. Expect. Deal. Um, List Cloggers is uh, a wonderful free-flowing Well, t- Just talking shit, isn't it? Mm. A, a couple of um, similarities between these pods. The listeners' insults, and if any of our Kick It Four listeners want an inspiration on things to say to us, go and listen. I think one I heard on yours was, um, "Finally, the season's almost over, so I don't have to listen to list cloggers anymore." Oh, yeah, mate. 
Someone, <laughs> someone wrote one the other day and it really hurt. It was like, list cloggers is like one of those friends you've had for years, but you don't remember why they're your friend. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> what was the one? I was like, just listen to my first episode. Is Dan okay? Yeah. I was like, is he right in the head? No, it's, <laughs> it's sort of scary um, in a way because you, you do these shows and they're so funny and it's... I do two shows, right? One's Dylan Friends where it's like the best of me of like yeah. an hour a week. And then I do another one called List Coggers where it's like the worst of me <laughs> an hour a week. So basically, if you're thinking which one's which, it's like I'm somewhere in the middle. Okay, of okay. those two okay, people. Okay, like, because okay. one who one's do we talking about me making out with like my showers, like an, 18, like an eight year old trying to learn how to kiss. <laughs> the other one's. Is that Dylan Friends? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Dan's talking about, you know, removing his own rib and trying to. Do some things, and well, then there's been some semen chat recently. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, disgusting. Yeah. It's, it's it's honestly disgusting. But then I think the people that listen, they're the real sickos, and that's why I tell <laughs> them every week. I'm like, you guys that listen to this show, you're the sickos. We're just the puppets for you. <laughs> that's right. So that's right. I'm well aware, and not to carry on with this, but the funniest part is because I have the two shows, and one's, you know, it's where I love to talk to people, interview people, work out how to be the best version of myself. Like genuinely love that stuff. The other ones where I'm just being a complete dickhead for an hour. And the funniest thing for me is my, in the week when someone comes up to me and go, I love your podcast. And in my head I go, uh-oh. Which one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's always whoever I pick, I rarely pick which one right. they're talking about. How funny. It's is so you, funny. It's, it's funny the people that listen in. You know my um, ENT surgeon called me the other day about an ear issue I've been happening and he goes, oh, how was Philadelphia, mate? I went, what do you mean? Goes, I heard it on the pot. I went, no, no, no. A surgeon, no. <laughs> not listening. Can't You're listen. not allowed to listen to but this. Shout out, he did a great job in my ear. So thanks very much, That's to so my surgeon. Funny. Um, hey, deal. You've also, well, you're an author now as well. Your book's called Honest Chat. Available at all good bookstores, and of mm. course, um, via no, audio, it's an old shit bookstores. Audio book. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, two hundred and fifty-six meaningful, and insightful pages. How long did it take you to write? Well, it took over a year. And to be honest, I did have mm. a lot of help. But I don't want to pretend that I wrote this all by myself. Yep. I actually had a guy that we sat down and from what I thought would be a really easy process of just like transcribing the podcast into um, a book was a lot harder. It took us, yeah, over a year, multiple, multiple, oh, like I, I've read that book like seven times now, I reckon. And I've before that I'd read about three books. So that shows you like how difficult it was, but honestly probably one of the most meaningful piece of work that I've ever done and um, extremely proud that, you know, not even if anyone didn't buy it, it's just like how cool it is to just have mm, a, have it's a amazing. book. amazing. Your name, um, author, yeah, Dill Buckley. Uh, I don't like book. to, like, I like to take the piss, but it, that still doesn't even, because like you could sort of joke about it, but then you're like, technically it actually is, but it's, you know, it's sort of embarrassing because no, I can't it's, really No, it's cool read. though because, you know, similarly, I, the last book I read was Harry Potter and you're right. Mm. Um, exactly. That's good though. That's well, you good. Could, you could, could have watched the movie. Yeah. That's a hard read actually. That's what I meant. When they said you want to write a book, I was like, can we just make a movie? Yeah, sure. <laughs> a one-hour doco. <laughs> I want to watch a movie. Oh, yeah. Hey, Dil, that book at Perth Airport is getting plenty of airtime. Thanks, Plenty man. of airtime. Thank you. Uh, I actually, uh, there were four copies of his books in the new release section. Well, I took half of them and put them in the classics. Oh, section. well done! Great move. Really, yeah. really good. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, the audio book, six hours deal. Tell us about the session. Oh, that was fucked. What yeah, I had that, to do it. So I was meant to take like six sessions. I think it took me like nine because I was just, <laughs> you know what it's like. Well, maybe you guys don't know what it's like, but my, I struggle to open my mouth when I talk. So after a long time, you sort of 
reading the same things. And once you get stuck on one word, it's almost like you need to go outside and have a break and, and <laughs> get back. Because, like, you've got to read it in tone as well. One like, word. Hello. Yeah. No. Oh, I need a break. <laughs> but it's not like reading it, like, in your head. You've got to read it to, like, commas, full yeah, stops. Yeah. And, like, if there's an exciting mm. bit, you've got to be up. And if there's a, yep. it's Yeah, so I wouldn't get the audiobook if I was you. Oh, okay. I wouldn't I, I, you know, I listen to audiobooks every single night to go to sleep. Mine I've would clocked. get you to sleep straight away. Honestly, <laughs> it would it would really get you to Guys, sleep. Guys, we are of course in Melbourne covering the AFL finals. What oh. a what a weekend of footy. We're gonna get to that in the headlines. Um Giorgio though, how's your experience been so far? Oh, you know, obviously uh not having Josh here is upsetting. Yeah. But Harry, we've had a great time. We, we have. have had such a fun time. And uh we, we were lucky enough to go to the prelim to watch Collingwood win. And lucky they won because um well, Collingwood winning uh, actually saved me and Harry a $240 fine. Yeah. Tell us what happened there, Let Georgia. me explain. I'm sure you're wondering what happened. So uh, me and Harry riding around on a couple e-scooters <laughs> without a oh, helmet. I know. I hate and, to say, hate you know, to say this. Did I you actually get pulled over? <laughs> we got pulled over. That's so embarrassing. We got pulled over by Cox. So <laughs> <up> <laughs> she goes, hey, you need to wear a helmet. So can I ask this then? Because I was on a scooter on the weekend mm. in Brisbane. There's fucking scooters everywhere up there, by the way, which we'll, um, we might chat about later. But on that, like, you have to actively say no to wearing a helmet. So, there, like, there must have been a choice in your guys' mind where you're like, you're, retake, you're taking the helmet out and you're like, no, nah, let's be cool and just leave it in. And say, like, no, I yeah. have my own. Because you have to click the button that says, no, I'm, I have my own. Can I so be you lied honest? to an app. I'm you lied to an app. I'm bloody. That's the problem <laughs> with apps. They're so easy to lie to. Can I be perfectly honest? <laughs> When it offered me that, I just immediately assumed it was an extra expense <laughs> that I didn't you know want what? to pay for. Like, as a caretaker of the law through my work in Harry's big house, I want to personally thank the Victorian police yeah. for keeping us safe. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I will never lie to the app again, but I tell you what, do I have been wearing them all the time ever since that uh, moment. And the first five minutes of me wearing one of the helmets, someone called me Kermit the Frog, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine because my brain is safe. Exactly yeah, you right. Know, I, I, I'm wearing the helmets now because I also have my mum's voice <laughs> Back of my head, but the reason we but, got but let when out you of see a, people, you're like, you're not cool, mate. Put your fucking helmet on. I, you yeah, know what? yeah. Oh, that's me. Yeah. But the reason we got let off a fine is because this lady, this officer, pulls us up and she goes, "The only reason I won't give you a fine is because Collingwood won." Oh. And I was like, "Thank you, ma'am. Up the pies, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. From Thank a Collingwood supporter, from I'm a, assuming. Yeah, <laughs> from <laughs> a Collingwood. Yeah. yeah. Thank you to Josh who kindly organised the Airbnb. Uh, the keepy cut was a really interesting deal. I had to meet the owner around the corner at a hair salon. Okay, so I went in, got the rundown of the house while there was a bunch of old ladies with foils in their hair, just having a chit chat. And by the way, Julie, your hair looked wonderful after. I did. <laughs> I did Thank you very much. But there, uh, it's been great. But my two standouts from the house, the kitchen, uh, which is basically pretty much an induction, portable induction cooker. And yeah, a, no, no cooking facilities. And a barbecue. It's, what, what is that thing, basically? A, and um, the when we were cooking some dinner, like it couldn't handle the, uh, the, the electricity we were drawing. So we had a bit of a power out. <laughs> I like love you, the you unnecessary, love unnecessary use of stings on the show. He's like... Before he came on, he's like got 70 stings. Not one of them has been needed so far. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Get ready, the emails are going to be coming in. The stings are what glues this pod together. (laughs) Oh, Oh, boys, I actually um, also learned a really cool story this week. Um, Sting it. This guy called... Oh, no, there's audio for this. Don't you worry. 
This guy called John Tesh, this American guy, wrote the NBA on NBC theme song back in 1990. And the story goes that he made up the tune for the song when he was in a hotel room. And obviously, you know, back then you can't like record on a phone or anything. So he had to call his home's voicemail and leave a message with the tune that he came up with his head so he wouldn't forget it. And they still have this voicemail on his phone. Hi, this is a message for me about the NBA theme. Here's an idea. It goes like this. So that was his voicemail. And this is the actual song. And I warn you, this song goes so fucking hard. It was aired for 12 years. That's that's basically what was in his head. How fucking good is that song? How much does that G you up? So play, used for 12 years, play more than 12,000 times. It's considered to be the best written sports theme song ever. It reminds me very of like an American... Yeah. Like... It's exactly what it is. Cool. It's just American <laughs> sports. NBC. NBA on NBC. But this was played all throughout like Jordan's career in the really? 90s. Yeah. Did you guys watch the hockey on... So I'm assuming... Yeah, I, know the NHL, grand fi- yeah. I know the grand finals on this week, but I'm assuming you guys actually came over for the hockey. Yes, mm. that's that's exactly right. Yeah. The NHL. That was pretty cool. Yeah. We saw a big Mason Cox getting around. He got booed um, by, the, by half of the crowd and cheered by half of the crowd. <laughs> we were on the cheering <laughs> side. Uh, now, Josh is, of course, unable to join us for most of the episode, but through the power and the magic of podcasting please welcome right now josh oh it's great to see you josh oh my god welcome I was, I was just in sydney <laughs> welcome this is the shittest genie i've ever seen yeah well i get out of it <laughs> is it really him I'm or a real, hologram i'm real, I'm okay. real. I'm real. Okay. trust me i'm as real as bloody premierships i tell you that much guys um thanks for having me i know i'm sorry no, okay, i'm real sorry, i'm real sorry. i was in sydney right so as we know last week my dad's been quite sick yep uh but i'm not here to talk about that that much just an update thank you so much to the people uh at Royal hospital unbelievable effectively saved his life um i told deal last week we'd booked a cremation and then you know you know what's even more awkward than your father you know passing away telling everyone he's about to pass away then he pulls through mm. so you've accepted all this sympathy and then they're like, oh, yeah, cool. What the hell Mate, do I get? We so, weren't going to so say it, but you've made yeah. a real fool of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser. Like, whoa, how oh embarrassing. You wrote him off. You wrote him off. I didn't write him off. I was God. told. I was told by people. Okay. Was, anyway. That is um, so fucked. Like, da- Dad's on the mend. He's not out of the woods yet. Still in the ICU. And um, just thanks to everyone that's helped. Keep your sympathy coming through, guys. Here he is. <laughs> if you could just go for the GoFundMe. Um, <laughs> it, there's no link to Dad. It's just for me. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. but uh, Mr. Garb, we're thinking of you. Um, also, we had a win on Friday, right? We got the news. We were all, we, we, were, we you know, said goodbye. And on Friday we were told, you know what? We're having another crack. And he responded. It was this crazy thing. And it was such a, such a weird feeling. So it gets about 6 p.m. and I go, you know what? I wouldn't mind watching the footy. Oh, I'm, I'm stuck here. The boys are having the best time at the prelim. I might go watch the footy. And I, I called up my two mates who love Freo from Perth. And we saw that at the Nags Head and Glebe, a random gastro pub, they were holding a GWS viewers party. Me being me, I was like, well, we want atmosphere. Let's go along. So we rock up. There's one guy in a GWS hat out the front. And we're like, this is a good sign. Also, the pub's an isolated pub by itself. We walk in, still no one in there. Walk into the next room, still no one in there. Walk upstairs, follow these GWS flags, and at the top, it is rammed with about 10 people. (laughs) 
That's three quarters of their fan base anyway. So I'm there and there's free beer, there's free Giants merch, and we're we're big Giants guys. As much as people rip on like I'm a former player. Is this my story or yours? Sorry, sorry, I thought it was relevant. There's a camera there, there's the live cross camera for channel seven. I'm like, this cannot get any better. (laughs) There's a couple people that, you know, are actual Giants fans, but everyone else there, I'm like, who do you go for? The guys like Sydney, but you know, it'd be pretty pretty cool if they win. (laughs) Other guys like I'm from Adelaide, just wanted the free beer. So we're all sitting there with these brand new caps in the front row and the cameraman there is from seven goes hey guys can we please fill this out a bit because it's looking pretty and we want to cross to you um does anyone want to sit right in front of the camera i was like yeah i'll do it (laughs) so i walked straight away we're practicing our cheers we all start singing big big sound no one knows the words except me so i'm clapping like this the beers keep going you get a little bit drunker i'm sitting next to a guy who's trevor who was a legend really nice dude but he said he got banned from the game uh for, for two years for touching a player so he went to another game and he was the guy that touched weedering so he was banned for for a year so he he was he went to the nag nags head instead uh it's me and sioni and now we're having a couple of beers there's a woman that looks like julia gillard next to me um, and she's also just a really big fan, but everyone else there was pretty much just, you know, blow-ins that wanted the free beer. The game starts, it's really close. Boy, I'm fired up. Two beers, three beers, four beers. By the end, I'm screaming, trying to fire high-five anyone. I think nothing of it, but I'm getting text messages like rolling me up even more. I word up the cameraman that if they win, he's going to come to me and I'm going to be crying. So I was like a point away from crossing in to be balling it would have been the best thing ever so and, and if the goal the, the one that side bottom marked on the on the actual line hadn't have marked it and had gone through I'd plan to like throw this jug in my face take my shirt off and just start rolling around but alas it didn't happen I had a great time and that's all I thought of it you know we had a great time with friends and we you know met some good people people were like really getting into it they were there we didn't really know them thought nothing of it had a great day had a great win at the hospital then I go home for two days I slept then on Sunday, the whole thing fired up more. Collingwood fans had found it and posted it online saying how much they hated this stupid, nuffy <laughs> fuckwit. That fuckwit was me, Dill. Me. And you know me. Oh, yeah. No rebuttal? No, no, I was, sort of, I was sort of with them. But no, it was... No. It's, 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 These are the, some of the comments, and I've memorised them. The first one was like, um, fuck me spare, what is this fuckwit? He's probably a fan for 10 minutes. One says, looks very gay. I don't know why they would throw that in that's, there. That's not on. I didn't. I yeah, hated it. Some guy goes, oh, I think he thinks it's funny. Well, I, I did. Yeah, kind you know of. I had is. a good time. And uh, you're making it funny by feeding the beast right now. Then it flipped. Then sort of out, people that understood the joke, they got in on it and they were like, hey, um, Coach Cooper or Coach Craig, his name was, fuck you, F-wit. You're the F-wit. So it flips. So that's what happens in Nuffy World. So uh, that's been my last three days, guys. I've been riding the highs and lows of being a GWS fan. Cooper Hamilton messaged saying he loved it. That's so great. that's pretty good. So um, yeah, GWS till we die. Now I'm up the um, the, the pie baggers. Josh, sorry to go back to these beers, these free beers. This yeah, yeah. Who paid for them? I assume they were paid for them by either Channel 7, GWS, or the AFL. Excellent. Okay. So that doesn't narrow it down much. How <laughs> Well, I'm just want to. I want to know, deal. Did anyone actually really like take advantage and go really hard? There was this guy Jack, and he goes, "Are you off kick it forward?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I, I go, "Hey, are you a you obviously a big Giants fan?" And he goes, "No, nah, West, West Tigers, NRL." And he goes, "Yeah, but look, 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 I don't mind. I'm gonna get around it." So it was a lot of casual fans, and they were getting around it. So the the more we all got drunk the more that we were just like egging on each other because there's only 20 of us in a room. So, so just a question for behind the scenes because there was a short bit, like my favourite was when you were like going up and yeah, like scratching yeah. people. But did those people, <laughs> were you in character 
for them as well? Or did they know you were joking? At some point along the night deal, I forgot who I was. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, like, I really didn't know them. So yeah. the Julia Gillard, she was just a really lovely person. And then every time the camera I was like, guys, we're just getting word from Melbourne HQ that you, we really need you to fire up properly. And, you, it's, and, and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then, <laughs> And then if it would be a goal, we would have them to take the mark and then kick the goal. So I would just... You know, I'd go for high fives, but everyone doesn't know each other in that room, so they're all really awkward high fives. So at the end, I just started throwing my arms around. Scratchy. Oh. Josh, I was, we were trying to make you proud at Princess Park, watching the Carlton game, getting around the news cameras, being a menace. And at the end, the camo, I said, mate, you need to grab or anything, like, for later on. And um, I said, oh, yeah, I'm, like, really, I'm really upset about the game. And then it's like, he starts rolling, so I start crying as well. I don't know if it made it anywhere, but I was, like, bawling my eyes, like, going... I don't know what Fag said to them at quarter time and half time, like going nuts. And then like when it stopped, I just went, all right, see you, mate. Cheers. <laughs> I think that's our goal this week, get on as many news cameras as possible. There's something just so funny about being in on the joke other people aren't, and now that now that when the, we have a big enough audience, and we don't have a big enough that big an audience, but enough where people are in on it too, and they're like, "No, he's a fuckhead. It's okay." Oh <laughs> uh, man, yesterday, honestly, we um, it's been a tough week, but this was a big highlight. Mate, I'm pl- very pleased to hear. Very pleased to hear, Josh. Mm. It's been good to have you here for a short moment, and sadly, the power of and magic of podcasting means that you also have to go Hey, just quickly before we move on, um, dude, we were talking about like list clogs before, and I think our version of Dan talking about cum uh, is that we like to talk about piss a lot. <laughs> you at least call it semen. Urine. And a lot of our listeners, uh, or as I now call them, uh, pissners, they, they want as much piss chat as possible. Wow. Hello there. The Piss Act on my podcast. <laughs> Mm, so we like to get education with it. Uh, what do you got, Georgia? All right, so this one's a doozy. Residents of Dongyang in China swear by a delicacy that involves cooking eggs in children's urine. The meal is called oh. virgin boy eggs. Oh, okay. Oh. Gee, there's a, there's a little fact you can roll around with now, Dill. So is that available here? <clears throat> I don't think there's a That's lot of ingredients not. required. Oh. Having a son... Is, it doesn't make it as funny as it probably was. Like, if that makes it, like, you know, like... Not, it, knowing that you have the requisite ingredients. Six months home. ago, that would have been funny, but, like, not now. Because like, he does piss on me a lot. And it's not as enjoyable as you thought. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good on you. The sacrifices you well, make. listeners too. like that. Um, can I tell you a story about piss? Yeah, cool. Just while yes. right. Um, so, speaking of my, my son, every morning I do the morning routine. So, Jazz has done the overnight... I get up early about sort of 5.36 to pick him up. You know, we play, change his nappy. And a part of this is with a boy is they have uh, penises. And what happens with a... What? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's strange. (laughs) But what happens with a nappy is um, you've got to, as we would all know, is... If you're putting on your jocks, your penis goes down, right? You wouldn't want to have it up in your waistband. No. Because if you urinated, then it comes up. Yeah, yeah. So... The one thing you need to do is make sure that the the penis is down when you put the nappy on. Yeah, so you're yeah, actually pissing yeah, it. Yeah. Anyway, yep. I was going to get the nappy. I've turned around to like get it. I turn around, I hear a bit of a kerfuffle. He's pissing up into his face. <laughs> Whoa, what a stream. He's doing what a, a bubbler. A and bubbler. I, I, I didn't know what to do, so I'm like trying to stop it. I'm like, oh, fuck. So it's all over me, all over him. 
And I was like, let's just not tell mum about has, this one, Has mate. he been watching the NRL? <laughs> oh, no. So we had to get in the shower. We just both just sort of clean it off. But oh. And then did you give it a go later on? No, I didn't give it a go later <laughs> on. <laughs> All right, enough piss chat, guys. Yeah. Let's move to the headlines. Piss chat, what a segment. Nutty Bartel poos for the first time in a day. It was better than Leo. The Matildas have won again. And welcome back, Daniel Ritardo. They came bounding over. <laughs> the headlines. Welcome to the headlines, guys. Let's get straight into this because the big dance is just around the corner. Josh Gallup would say I've been trained the house down. Kick it forward! He's coming off. Get him back off. Get him off. Guys, get bloody excited, guys. Everybody. Get excited. It's bloody... It's bloody grand final week. You don't get... This happens once a year. How good's this, guys? (laughs) Actually, you know what? Stop the music. Stop the music. Oh, shit. What's up? What's I'm up? bloody sick of it. What right? happened? What happened? I bloody just can't, okay? What okay, happened? Sorry, man. What's up? Now, we all love doing a chompity chomp chomp oh. to Tony Jones, Tony Jones. From, from Channel 9. Thanks, chompity chomp chomp chomp. Thanks, Ronnie. Chompity chomp chomp chomp. Dill, you're actually next to Tommy Sheridan yeah, in that I one. Did okay. <laughs> the, the famous, the yeah. famous chompity chomp chomp. I mean,. I too partook in um, a fake selfie version on Friday outside the G. I'll admit to that. Tony, quick photo, mate. Yeah, quick one. Yeah, yeah. thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Who you got tonight? Collingwood. Collingwood. Chump, 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 chump. Do you feel good? No. You should have seen his face after. He was so flat. It's, it's, it's got to a point where it's impacting the great man's job, okay? <laughs> People screaming in the street, chomp this, chomp that, suck my chomping chomp, mother oh. chomper. So for that reason, I first of all apologise to TJ and hereby propose a temporary ceasefire on public chompings. Oh, wow. For thy shall only chomp if ye be merry with TJ in that moment. <laughs> I also reserve the right to uh, change this rule if the circumstances are hilarious. Case yeah. closed. That was the best thing, yeah. Well, <laughs> that, was, that was easily the best thing, yeah. That was very good. Oh, my. I think in the God. Bible it was like, you know, uh, only chomp the first chomp those who haven't chomped before or something That's like that. That's exactly yeah. right. No, yeah, and there's, yeah. I think there's, there's another one, the famous one, chomp me once, shame on you, chomp me twice, shame on me. That's yes. exactly yeah. <laughs> shame on yeah. TJ. Yeah. Oh, guys, and by the way, as well, Tab Touch right now has Collingwood at $1.75 in Brisbane at $2. How about that, guys? If you weren't lucky enough to be at the MCG on Friday, then you um, heard the noise from wherever you were. In the country, I think oh, it was uh, my eardrums. Yeah, de- deafening. I think it was. Oh, this this song not good for you. Is Jill. this triggering? Mm. Bit triggering. It's, it's it's such a good song though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See yeah, yeah, yeah. the varigas <laughs> a shout. It's up there. Yeah. How, what what did you guys make of it? Now I couldn't exactly fucking corrupt see. AFL. Oh, yeah, I couldn't see it. corruption. <laughs> I, I couldn't see much from the back row. But yeah. what do you reckon? The umpiring apparently wasn't too good. Yeah, Victorian bias. Yeah, uh, mate. Shit house. Shit but wasn't it? Look. Good for the game, good for the game. But I, yeah. I was there, and oh god, it was a, it was a bloody close game. Like it was, it was crazy. And you look at those, you know, what gets scary. And as as a former low level player, the scariest oh. thing in games is like the last quarter, mm. because yeah, in reviews that you know that's going to come up of like the decisions that could have gone either way, and you see now like Kane Corns on the Sunday Footy Show goes through like those moments of. If this didn't happen, you'd be playing next week, sort of thing. So, like, as a player, I had so much anxiety watching that, going, 
just don't be the guy to show yeah. up in the meeting on the week, okay. which okay. which realistically okay. is not the best mindset to go into those games, have is, is a mindset like, no, I'm going to be the hero here. That's a, is that a better one to Yeah, have, mine was just like, was, don't like pass me the ball. Yeah. Like, so, like, don't, <laughs> I don't, don't, don't want to be involved. Yeah, yeah just... <laughs> <laughs> the, more, the more the ball doesn't give near me, the better. You know really. what, dude? That's a great insight, and I'm going to give you a warning because we don't usually have insights on this podcast. Okay, I apologise. Um, so if you could just keep those yeah. to a minimum. <laughs> Sorry, I apologise. <laughs> um, I want to give a quick shout out to our good mate Chalk, who um, hooked us up with a ticket to this blockbuster at and the, Schmidt at, as well. And Schmidt, yeah, at the last minute. But honestly, yeah, stoked to be there. But did you guys stay for the game? <laughs> yeah, no, we stayed this time. Yeah, we didn't yeah. leave a bounce. Oh, that's bounce, funny. bounce wasn't yeah. on. Yeah. So. <laughs> Your <laughs> listeners <laughs> might know that last time I got you guys tickets to like one of the biggest games ever. Mm. We were there, Carlton Collingwood, yeah, last year yeah. in Collingwood. Do you yeah, guys remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah last yeah, yeah. game yeah. at home and away. So yeah, one of the time. best games of all yeah. time. Yeah. And you guys left at three-quarter time left. to go to bounce. Yeah. And we could have stayed and made bounce anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah no, we remember. Um, thanks for the. Uh, hey Harry, how the about tickets. the uh, how about the seats we had? I believe I was sitting first of all in the worst seat in the history of stadiums. MCG <laughs> Gate One, Bay Q Thirty Four, Row JJ Seat Twenty Nine. It's basically the back row of the G, which is fine, but it's literally placed JJ. between. There, there's nothing behind. There's a wall. It's literally placed behind, but uh, the bottom of two staircases, so it becomes a walkway for about two blocks of people. Sorry, have a look at that. Down that, was your, that was your first seat before you moved. Yeah, yeah. So you're not sitting next to anyone. Uh no, no. He's sitting next to everyone. Yeah, but you're just <laughs> yeah. in the middle of like but two uh, stairways. Yeah, I mean, I'm like in the middle of two blocks and meet and greet everyone when they want to walk past, and I have to get <laughs> up and down. How is that? A yeah, thing? I, know, I know. How is that a thing? Personally, I would rather be behind one of those concrete columns inhaling <laughs> concrete and not being able to watch the game. How good is like <laughs> you know it. what you know what gets too much of a rap these days? Gratitude. How good is being ungrateful for things? <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, I recommend yeah. it because. Oh, I get tickets as well. Mm. My mate got me tickets to um, the game last week against Carlton Melbourne. And, <laughs> like, ungrateful. Like, he got me tickets. I'm like, yeah, thanks, mate, got me tickets. But, like, level one, couldn't see shit. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to get me tickets, let's make sure yeah, they're fucking good ones. Like middle tier. Like, maybe. I want level two. Yeah, you I know I can get win. my own tickets, dick. Yeah, like, yeah. I appreciate it, mate. And, like, fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. But, like... What the fuck? He's, he's basically a prick move. Yeah, you it's, it's a one? shit move. He's going, I don't like you. Yeah, here you go. Here have you these go. Tickets. He's le- yeah. Um, <laughs> Harry, we had a pretty funny lady sitting behind us. Very passionate lady. Well, that was, there was a lovely couple. I was chatting to them, but the lady, yeah, she was up and about. Let's have a listen to some of that. <laughs> Is that it? It'll be it'll get high. It's taller than me sitting down. It's only the third quarter. <laughs> but the, the thing is, guys, you might think those screens are coming when there was like a big moment in the game. No, no, no. It yeah. was like maybe like someone splitting a 50-50 contest. <laughs> she, she holds the record for uh person to yell man up furthest away from the ground. Oh, we we yeah. were in row LL, um, and you know how they talk about row Z? Well, Rose Ed was 12 rows in front of us. Yeah. Um, so I've never seen a man and up. And you're on level three. Yeah, yeah, third tier. Like There was just a wall behind us. The MCG finished. Um, but, yeah, she would just she, – she'd get so overwhelmed but not know what to say. So every now and then she'd just go, 
<laughs> just, just shout like shit or just um like no and just scream like no. They had a couple of water bottles, which I assumed had a bit of fun stuff in them. Oh. And I went to the guy, I went, you know, it's a bit of a, hey, hey, mate, you know, what's in the water bottle? And he was like, hey, mate, you know, a little bit of water. But the lady just goes, alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa, okay, you blew it. Guys, let's move to Saturday night where Carlton got off to a hot, hot start, but then this happened. Sub gets the possession, late lines, Hipwood's been good. And then the siren malfunctioned and didn't stop. Have a listen. (laughs) Still going. Did you hear this deal? You it were there. It was like reverse sign, uh, siren gate. Like, you yeah. don't remember when back <laughs> they didn't play it. It was like, let's just make sure they know it's finished. Oh, the Freo gate. But yeah. we were just standing there going like, what the fuck's going on right now? You reckon someone's leaning on the button? <laughs> yeah, and going, yes, Brisbane made it into yeah. the grand final. <laughs> They're just leaning against it. Someone's like, get off the fucking button. So it's still going. And... There we go. It was 45 seconds of siren. Now, Gene and I went to Princess Park to get around some of the Carlton fans that were screening it there. We then ducked over to the Great Northern at halftime. Couldn't even get in, so we went back to Princess. Dill, you had an amazing experience, though. Tell us about your Saturday. I was lucky. I I was really lucky. I I missed out on sort of tickets. I'm not much of a pre-planner. Like, I never think ahead. A lot of my mates had, like, booked flights weeks in advance, Cheap flights, like I love people like that that can do it, but I didn't. Anyway, mm. got to Friday night and I actually got a call from a lovely friend of mine at the club, Kyle and and Dana, who were like, look, we've had someone pull out on this private charter up to Brisbane. We'd love you to come up and just like host a Q&A on the plane. Oh, twist my arm. And I was like, <laughs> any cash? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm in. No, no, um, sometimes it's like someone will ask you to do a favour and you, you you can ask that question. But for this particular moment... Yeah, I was like, how like, much? What's yeah. the f- No, um, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just like, I'm in 100%. So I went to the game on Friday, came home, woke up, bussed straight to... Um, sorry, drove to Icon Park, got on a bus, drove to this like private airstrip in Essendon Fields. Oh. We got on this like plane. Um but it was cool. And, yeah, we flew up there, landed, bus straight to the game, and then, yeah, just had a few beers, enjoyed the game. Obviously, it was didn't go the way we wanted. But what a – like, have you guys been to the Gamma? No. I've, no, I've no. Brisbane. It's, be- it's, it's honestly one of the coolest grounds to watch footy at. And as I said earlier, I was super ungrateful for those tickets. I was very grateful for these ones because the mm-hmm. Gabba's – it's like a, a dome – now oh, we the, love the, the not, not the cafe the in Perth. More it's on that later. later. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dome as in like the you sort of when you look at the players uh on the ground, you're like at their knees. Oh right. Yeah, okay, so you're sort okay. of like you're really there. Like okay. really at the ground. So is it a bit of a like a stage? Yeah, it's a stage. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. quite elevated. So so cool to watch. Yeah. Weather was immaculate. Um and it was yeah, all in all good night. The weather's mm. immaculate Except of here. course for your blues. Yeah, that sucked. That, yeah, that, that did that. suck. Yeah, yeah, that was a shame. You yeah. know, I went out and had a few beers after and it was good. Mate, the private jet experience still bucks. It wasn't actually a jet, it was the... a plane. Have you lost touch with the common fan? Yes. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Um, hey, guys, just quickly. But, yeah, you... if you are getting me tickets, <laughs> yeah, yeah. level two. Make sure they're good. Level two. <laughs> Business class of the jet, thanks as well. Um, hey, guys, do you remember this old ad? 
gin and tonics to vodkas and a scotch. Yes? Five cougars, thanks. Now, we actually went back to Princess Park after the Great Northern. We couldn't get in there and uh, they were selling cougars at the bar. So I thought, you know what? I've got to give this a little run. I've got to give that one a run, don't I? And I gave it a crack with a very interesting response from the bartender. Five cougars, thanks. Man, I've been waiting for oh, say that. Fuck you, Come on, you got it. Someone had to say yeah, it. Now I understand it. You're the first person waiting all of it. Just two thanks. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah. did you actually get the five? No, I just, just got two. Then it's an uneven it number as well. Like, <laughs> you're getting it. two, you're getting three. Like, it's just like, that's just weird. No, it, was, it would have been Harry getting five. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Um, Pie skipper Scott Pendlebury, you know. Great guy, loves his footy. He was asked a really important question about how Carlton's season um, sadly came to an end. Do you have any sympathy for the Blues and the way it all ended for them? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty blunt, eh? Hey? Like, Carlton, go to Coles, Kleenex tissues are on site. This week we have some shocking news in the Nuffy world, guys. Josh Garlop is nominated for Nuffy of the Week. Tom Byrne sent this one in. I seek orders from the Honourable Justice Fitzgerald to declare one Jay Garlop as Nuffy of the Week for his role play acting as a Giants fan <laughs> on Channel 7. While some may argue his honour has no jurisdiction outside of Harry's big house, I submit that... I submit there must be order from members of the pod at all times. Plus one would kind of be funny for the pod member to be Nuffy of the Week. Sorry, N-O-T-W in brackets, that's mm. Nuffy of the Week, just for the, just to save some time. <laughs> Over the reptiles on Talkback Radio, El Nino regards. Oh, we did, of course, catch up with Josh a little early and he run us through his experience. Again, so, so funny to see him um, getting around the pub. Do you know the funniest part of that is the fact that, like, for that incredible amount of funniness for like 10 seconds, he's probably had to be there for like four hours. Oh, like yeah, the, the effort the, that goes into that is just like... Well, he's, he's, an ex, he's an ex-news journalist. He knows what it's all about being at an event, setting your cross up, and you're live for a minute. And he's, he would have he would have yeah, like right. tracked down where the fans are going, knowing like probably won't get on air, but going to run it anyway. Uh, another one, there's an article on Facebook announcing Jake Waterman re-signing with West Coast. One of the comments... Went to high school with his dad. Oh, thanks I, for letting us know. I replied to him. <laughs> thanks. That's insane. Are you serious? <laughs> um, and then one sent in, uh, Dan Ray commented on uh, Goldie retirement post. Uh, Todd Goldstein, he said, uh, the most reliable player on our list has just left. I'm wearing my Ruse socks at half mast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Ruse socks at half mast. That's very funny. Really well done. Really well done. Weird Twitter handles that make me go, hmm, okay. Maybe change that. Mm, this one's a doozy as well. A post from Twitter saying bombers are going to increase their membership fees by 9%. A lot of fans, they're not happy. And fair enough. You know what? They really let the fans down this year, the bombers. And um, it just. It must feel like a slap in the face to those who stuck yeah. by them this year to, to increase the fee. It's disgusting. In fact, one guy even commented saying, I'm not paying them another cent until they win a final or fire Dodoro. They're my terms. Well, that was uh, 
<laughs> at massive shit four twenty. <laughs> come on, come on. I like that. It ending. should be yeah. it should be determined on how well the team goes. Like, uh, you know, if they drop five spots, well, membership goes down five percent. I don't That's mind right. that. Yeah. Mate, North Melbourne memberships would be zero dollars, but anyway. I think so. Rugby, rugby, say that you rugby. I can feel this negativity coming out. I can't, I've got to wash myself off, boys. Oh, Wallabies boys officially have oh, imploded. Knocked on. out of the uh, first on, ever boys. group stage Keep your head over it. Lost 40, lost 40 <laughs> to 6 to Wales this morning, but... Head over it. Umpires, man. The umpires cost them uh, that fucking look, game this morning. We can't be Bullshit. always going for the umpires, though, can we? Um, no, I don't think we can't. So yeah, no, but, you know, like, no gratitude and no respect in the umpires. Like, you know. They like, only lost by 34. Like, a couple extra calls. It was fucking bullshit, the umpires apparently. Put their head over How it? were their throw-ins? Yeah, fuck, man. It's fucked. Mm. God, don't talk too technical, um, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you've, you've lost us there. Um, this was um, like... George Gregan still captain? <laughs> think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think so. Uh, yep, yep. Asterisk. Um, this this, was this a, is the level we need. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, stay no, there. Stay there. You're here now. Um, so even before the game, like they were already mid mid implosion. Uh, this was Drew Mitchell, former Wallaby, losing it on their pod called "Good, the Bad, the Rugby." We fucking shouldn't have lost to Fiji. Eddie sits there and goes, "Yeah, it's it's my fault. I take full responsibility." What the fuck does that mean, though? Like, he doesn't get dropped this week. He's not not coaching next week. Like, it's just like an empty fucking line at a, in a press conference, yeah, I take full responsibility. Like, what does that equate to? Like, nothing. You've, you've made some glaring decisions around Quaid, uh, around Michael Hooper, captaincy, the six captains in seven weeks. Like, fucking explain some of these decisions to us. Why the fuck have you not selected Michael Hooper, Quaid Cooper? Like, come out and actually tell us as fans, why have you not picked these guys? Because now... We're seeing the result of you not picking some of these guys. I couldn't well, agree they, more. They had the bloody mm. questions that we was talking about before. Yes. Well, I didn't want to talk it up because you said don't get too technical. Yeah. But that yeah, was yeah, literally yeah. what I was going to say. <laughs> like like Co- Cooper and uh, and Hooper, Hooper and stuff like that. And well, I actually liked that though. Like that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He let rip. And more importantly, our boy Mac Hansen with Ireland just beat South Africa, mm. top the group, heading into the quarters. Um, yeah, Mac. Mac loves a left bomb as well. It was pretty much like Grand, grand Slam on steroids out there. It was crazy. It seemed like, I think it said that there were 80,000. It seemed like there were fucking 80,000. Oh, pardon, pardon the goddamn. Pardon. Watch it, Mac. You know what? Swear it up. Unless kids are watching. Um, don't swear. Don't, don't yeah, swear. Yeah, don't swear. Also, Island fans are like so crazy. How's this like audio of them singing zombie? This episode of the Kicker Ford Podcast is barely brought to you by our mates at Ned's Harry. Round oh. 10. Round 10. You know, is round 10 like, um, I can't believe it's already round 10. Kind of like, it's May already. Christmas already. Yeah, check your calendar. <laughs> Huge round this round because it's round around. <laughs> well, last week was friends round. Yes. Because of that followed rivalry round. Yes. This is just normal round. No, it's round round. <laughs> Round, round. It's circular. We have Freeman on taking on St. Kilda. That's the barn burner of the round. That'd be an easy one. Uh, Freo aren't favourites. That's weird. No, no, you don't specify. Just just say, that'd be an easy one. That covers both teams. That'd be an easy one. (laughs) (laughs) But the big one is on Sunday. Port Adelaide versus the Inform Hawk. 
Port Adelaide weirdly just dominating Geelong, taking on the Hawks, who have strung together a couple wins. $1.15 Port Adelaide head in, $5.40 for Hawthorne. Do you know Willie Rioli, you know, despite all the drug saga or whatever in, in at West Coast, he's leading all goal kickers at power. That feels like it was so long ago. That whole thing that happened. Good on him. Redemption. Yeah, redemption song. Redemption. Appropriate singer, that one. Oh, maybe get around him for a first goal scorer. Eight goals. Eight goals. <laughs> yeah. Eight goals. Yeah, yeah sure. First Go goal scorer. I think he's like 13 bucks or something. If you're interested in that and more, head to the Neds app to see the massive range of AFL markets on every single game this weekend. T's and C's apply. Prices subject to change. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. This is why I. This is why I sport. No problem if the uh, MCG copies that on Grand Final oh, Day. Oh, fuck yeah. Can, can they? I know we don't want to get too technical and I hope this isn't, but at the Gabba, <laughs> when um, Charlie Cameron kicks a goal, they play Country Road. Oh. Country oh. Road, take me home to a place I've long West Virginia, Rocky Mountain. But it goes from... The song into everyone picks up, and then there's like the broadcast ad, and as like they're waiting for it, everyone's just going mental. Oh my! And even God. as a Carlton sport, I was like, "Take me home!" Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, not yeah, sing yeah. this. <laughs> it was go. so good. If you need a reason to go and watch sport live, then there, there it is, um, guys. Just while we're on rugby, uh, there is some controversial reports um, surrounding under fire Wallabies coach Eddie Jones. Not oh um, yeah. What the hell? Uh, no, well, he's under fire. So, but I thought we better do this one. Breakups, hookups, scandals. We know your darkest secrets. Sports gossip. Oh yeah, guys. Eddie Sports Jones gossip. allegedly did a secret interview with a rival nation just four days before <gasps> the World Cup. He was in Paris and jumped on a Zoom call. Yeah, with Japan. Hello, it's Eddie here. What do you got for me? I don't. I don't mind it. You Hello, gotta, this you, is Japan. You've got to explore. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to explore your options, don't you? I mean, timing hey. on it's a bit funny, but you've got to explore your options. Mate, it's, it's silly not to hear it out. It's a cutthroat business out there, and business is business. You know what I mean? Business is business. But also, fuck Eddie Jones mm. and mm. the way you know the way he's gone about. Just oh, I like him. His press conferences are hilarious. <laughs> Deal. Um, let's just. Um, let's just. Cancel the policy of no insightful chat for a second. Yeah. <laughs> your experience in your AFL career, did you have any secret meetings going on or what? Fucking no. no not no, at all. Okay. The not only time I was ever in the paper when I was like, well, who's getting delisted this year? And I was oh, me at the end no. of the season. It was so embarrassing. Because <laughs> people would be like, oh my God, you're in the paper. And I was like, what for? Um, like, uh, actually, yeah, forget it. <laughs> all right. I'm, I hope I didn't hit a nerve. Sorry, I bore it up. Nah, all right. Right. But guys, I've got some more sports gossip. <gasps> and I can almost guarantee this one. You're not going to believe. Oh, God. <laughs> you oh, are not you going are. to believe. Hit it. Oh, guys. Yes. Trap. Taylor Swift is dating Kansas City Chief NFL player Travis Kelsey. I saw that. Can you effing believe it? No, you said I wouldn't, <laughs> and I don't believe it, Harry. I believe it, what? but I'm... 
Pumped. What? what? Don't believe it. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, let's hear what Travis's brother, Philadelphia Eagles legend Jason Kelsey, has to say about it. You know, his business kind of, his business sure. and stay out of that world. You know, but having said that, man, I I, I think he's doing great. And I think it's all 100% true. <laughs> there you go. 100% true. Wow. From not even an brother. asterisk. From his brother. Well, if she's going to the game in like a Kansas City Jumper, like you're not hiding it there, are you? No, no. I'm. No. A, I don't know this on a technical level. Not that we'd go into it anyway. But I don't think she'd been to the games before. Oh, was she, was she a big? Is she, is she like the number one ticket holder of well, Kansas City Chiefs? Hey, let's just say yes, because we're in yes. sports gossip. And yeah, we've got yeah, a yeah. I think she was got a, actually. Yeah, yeah we've got no, a blanket asterisk it. over all of it. So yeah. we assume it's all fake. Didn't she used to play? She played for yes. yes. She was the quarterback. Yeah, she was. She was the, yeah, I think yeah. she. What's what are you like? Um, Pass the most touchdowns. I think she was a the, wide receiver. Or in something. the oh, <laughs> she's a wide receiver <laughs> of Travis Kelsey. Lying. What? What are you talking? About? It was right there. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. In this I say, Charles Tottenham playing the most wonderful style of football. It's that Australian fellow, isn't it? And ball. Pack the box, score our goal. Pack the box, score our goal. Ange ball. Ange ball. Us, us Spurs. Boys, us Spurs yeah. and Ange ball. Remains Boys. unbeaten. 2-2. Hard fought draw at Arsenal. Uh, the North London Derby. Cracking game. I watched the first half and then I fell asleep. First half. Cracking game. That's all sure. you need to watch, really, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sure the second yeah, half was good. <laughs> then bounces on. <laughs> uh, obviously, like, like Angie's here, yeah, then bounce. Angie's so good in the press room and um, we've got so many good inspirational quotes. There actually wasn't much from from this press conference. Because you guys have been posting those things and a lot of your stuff's comedy, but I watch them and like tear get up. G'd up. Like, get G'd up. I'm like, I'm loving that. Mate. Well, we, um, this is and you the put thing, the great like, music behind it. I'm like, do you know, really good. <laughs> you know the thing is, I discovered, I was like, oh, there's not much in this. And I was like, oh, hang on. It's just inspirational? It's, it's just his voice with inspiring music. It doesn't matter what he says. Have a listen to this. For me to keep, you know, pushing these guys, you know, they need to feel that out there, that what we talk about, what we work on, they need to see it come to fruition. And when it does against the top team, in terms of just being brave with our approach, um, I think for me that's that's the key thing. And we've got challenges ahead for sure. You know, we're, we're going to hit more roadblocks, more um, obstacles we need to overcome, and we just got to maintain that belief in, in, in being the team we want to be. Guys, just oh yeah, life. We've only got one of these. You know what I mean? Is that Avatar? That was Dunson checks in. No, that was um, that was, <laughs> that was Gladiator. Richie. That was Gladiator. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Can we get a, can we get an asterisk? I reckon that's Avatar. Yeah, lock it in. Avatar, okay. lock it in. <laughs> yep. Asterisk doesn't doesn't matter. It's lights out and away we go. <laughs> Can we just go back to what about before the show? I was like, oh, do we really need the stings? Like, because I was like, no, like we can just do them through the laptop. We definitely needed this stuff today. Yeah, yeah, like, I really yeah, appreciate. Yeah, and, I, and I appreciate. I, like, Dylan. I, I thought there was like three or four. Yeah, no, we rely does. on like overproduction. <laughs> yeah, it does the degree. Getting it's, it all. It's our only redeeming qualities. Set up, guys. The Japanese. I know how to host a good car race, and it was all smiles for Oscar Piastri taking out um, second in qualifying. Yeah, and we getting, love that. Getting his first podium. And driver um, of the day. After finishing third in the race, he absolutely did. Um, there's a bright future for him in the sport. McLaren, it's good to see them doing well uh, and competing. But, of course, it's over. Like, the Constructors' Championship has been wrapped up by 
Red Bull. So this season's been relatively boring. Singapore was awesome. Um, and Japan was pretty cool too. Wait, but, um, you mean Verstappen yeah, winning Verstappen. every single week by three yeah, laps is literally been like boring? Twenty seconds. Uh, Danny Rick signed a contract extension yes. with AlphaTauri for the twenty twenty four season. Uh, yeah, driving alongside Yuki Sonata, that'd be cool. Um, but how's his work rate, Yuki? Because I remember watching the the show and that he used to have his own like trainer and stuff. Like he was just real lazy. Yeah, he was. He's a bit of a uh, bit of a loose cannon, I think. He seems like the, like the low key class clown in the F one world. Yeah, but Danny you know Rick's like out there and, mm. and yeah, fun. It's like right. class clown that no one likes. Sort of is that? <laughs> oh, no, no. I thought he's very likable. Love, they love him, love, right? Love, okay. love, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's my own insecurities coming out. Yuki's. That's okay. We can read about that in honest chat. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait, um, guys. It's good to see Danny Rick though in the still in the sister team of Red Bull because Perez had. One of the biggest stinkers of a race, right? Here's his rundown from the, uh, the weekend. He hit Lewis Hamilton on turn one, had to make a pit stop to get the front wind fixed. Wing fixed. Uh, then he got two separate five-second penalties for overtaking Alonso under the safety car and somehow ramming Kevin Magnussen. Then he retired the car with damage but briefly re-emerged so he could serve another five-second time penalty to ensure he doesn't get a grid penalty for the next race. So he's retired twice in one race, which is very, very uncommon. And uh, he also got heaps of penalty points. So Perez, that was a stinker, mate. But Stinky. one thing I want to bring up is Brundle's grid walk. Sadly, he didn't have one at the Japanese Grand Prix, but I saw something at the Singapore GP um, uh, um, a couple of weeks ago. He spotted Brun uh, Oscar Piastri, Piastri and was going to have a quick chat with him. Then he got distracted. Oscar, bad luck in qualifying. You've got some work to do in the race. Yeah, we'll try our best to see if we can uh, get... To Esteban, Esteban, happy birthday. He's gone, he's gone. Sorry, I missed him. That I was, was so dog. I was hoping to keep Oscar, yeah, but I've lost him. Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good luck. Hope you uh, get some presents. <laughs> Yeah, cool, I thanks. Just, uh, <laughs> right, anyway, I'm going to go over here. I love it. Like, Brundle was thinking Piastri, he's on the way to start a race. Like, he's going to stick around and wait for Brundle to call say happy birthday. He went, oh, no worries. See ya. I'll just leave. Five stars. One star. Google review. Uh, Skip it a button. Welcome to Google Reviews, and uh, it's great to see you guys have been sending them in. We want to know um, all the reviews you see on companies uh, on the World Wide Web. Kick it forward, mailbag at gmail.com. If you've got one, send it in. I'll get us started. Tom Hewitt sent in a review for her strip club. One of the lady was missing an eye, so I took a star off. Four oh. stars. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Okay, Scott Nicholson. Someone left a review on the housing developer who was building a housing estate I've since moved into. Smoked meth in one of the houses being built. Could be the one you're building. Might have been in the same room that you'll have a private time in. <laughs> Just think about it for a while. And then some more when you think you have the first family meal at your new IKEA table. Think about that. Oh, God. So he's saying think about the meth I've smoked oh, when yes. you're with your family. <laughs> what a great guy. <laughs> Thanks so much for sharing. Wow. I, know, I reckon knowing... That someone smoked meth in the room. I'm it can only go up from there, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, that'd get me up and about. 
So Luke T's emailed in, uh, said, hey guys, hard to believe the pod hasn't gotten any better. Keep trying though. On the subject of Google reviews, at my work, we were cutting a lap around the neighborhood and a girl who lived locally pointed to a building and said, that place marks, markets itself as Sydney's cheapest brothel. Intrigued, we raced back to our computers and hopped on the Google reviews, which led us down a <laughs> rabbit hole of a very spe- specific mm. type of Google reviewers. People who unashamedly review brothels with their public profiles <laughs> and aportos for some reason. Have a gaze at these. Okay, so these are a few of the reviews. Uh, old lady, very rude. After I refuse to use their services, places don't have COVID safe and place stink. One star. Ah, yeah. uh, another one was, uh, what happened to Tina and Candy? Are any of them coming back? <laughs> if not, then this place isn't worth coming back. Three stars. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> Last one. I brought in my own toys and asked to be stuffed like a pig. They were so kind and gentle. Would recommend to anyone who wants to get stuffed. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, i got one more. Um, Dill, I found a review of Producey. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. There's a Google review of Producey. Um, it says, there's only one review. Excellent facility, very friendly staff, especially the young fellow on work experience, Dylan, I think. Unlimited free bobby cans from the fridge is a nice touch. Good vibes all round. <laughs> Clean toilets. Would record a podcast here again. <laughs> That's very good. Very good. You guys are funny. Can you do the clap? Uh, uh, well, I'm just looking for something else. Okay. To it's not easy. <laughs> Deal. It's not. It's bloody not easy. You got to be thinking. I wanted to clap there. You got to be thinking ten steps ahead at all times. We can take this out, but I actually got a Facebook review. Do you do Facebook reviews or just strictly Google? No, any, any. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to get it up, but it's not loading. Basically, this guy, like, I when I used to work at 3AW, he I used to go on radio and it would be like this segment about um, young people versus old people and we'd battle on a topic and I'd battle for the young people and mm. the host would battle for old people. And one of the topics which, you know, I got, definitely got thrown under the bus for and didn't realise the scale of who we're actually talking to and it was when we're in COVID, meaning... When we come back to work, the question was, when we come back to work, who should get the jobs? Should all the old people get sacked and we give them to the new people, like the younger people? And I had to like really go in there and bat for all the young people at a network where no young people listen to. And I had like all these old people review me on my podcast day being like, this man thinks he knows the world. He does not. Smart ass. Just like going off. So my Facebook review is like one out of five of everything. Anyway. Damn it. Damn it. They know how to log in and give a review, yes. don't they? A Facebook review. Oh, God. Oh. Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend, Harry. Harry's Big House. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, oh. yes. Still, welcome to your first ever Harry's Big House experience. Mm. Um, I'm clammy. Yeah. Strap in. That's Strap And that's in. how I want you to be because it's not fun. It's not. It's serious. But it's a pleasure to have you here. And it's um, it's funny, you know, because um, I, I bet all the dogs out there are thinking, uh, you know, Judge Harry's, he's, he's over in Melbourne. He's watching the prelims. He's on holiday. Yeah, he's on, he's on holiday. <laughs> he's at the NHL. He's, yeah, he's at the so, NHL. Yeah. He's at the Spread Eagle Hotel. Uh, he won't be able to handle any cases. He won't be able to punish the dog acts. Um, that's what the dogs are thinking, but they should think again. Oh, what? Because the travel gavel has made it over here, and I'm fucking ready to bang that shit, all right? Oh. 
Callum writes in. Sir, I would like to put my mate Mitchell up on the chopping block for ruining a night out with the friend group. Earlier this year, Mitchell had a birthday celebration in Brisbane City that went over a weekend. The first night went amazingly well. A good time, beers, boys and love. But mainly because Mitchell got a root. Oh! Oh, Well, um... Congratulations to yeah. Mitchell, first of all. Yeah, Mitch. Formalities out of the way. That's right. That's right. But what came the second night? By golly, you'll be disgusted. My mate organised dinner for the boys and my miso to drink, laugh and cry. Everyone was keen for a good time. <laughs> Sounds good, eh? But as we were ready in the getting ready in the motel room, scrolling our socials, roaring to go, my mate Mitchell told us he was picking someone up downstairs and he left. What? We were perplexed at who this could be. And when he came through the door, someone else walked in. His ex-girlfriend. Oh, my God. What the hell? What, what the, the hell? hell? Now, what this, the hell? Callum says this ex was responsible for already sending Mitchell through a sad speed bump in his life. And um, when doing that, also sent a huge paragraph in person and in person talking the utmost shit about us. And she had the audacity to act as if everything was back the way it was. This ruined the entire night for everyone, which kicked off with a really shitty fake nice, hey, hi, how are you, from the ex. Then absolute silence. We had a whole night planned bar hopping, but it was short-lived and ruined because Mitchell wanted a root. Two roots in a weekend. <laughs> now, Again, congratulations. Are in yeah, order, but super greedy. Mm, come on, boys. <laughs> I'm all for it, but don't be greedy, says Callum. Save some for the Harry's. <laughs> I didn't read that. We still talk about how wild it was to this day. He leaves for Canada for two years and I can't let him get away unpunished. Boys, I'm bloody... I can't believe oh, this has happened. Harry, I'm, I'm so sorry you have to... Mm. You have to read this stuff every week and I can't imagine what kind of effect it has on you. I was you. actually just thinking the weight that you carry. It's, Are you okay? It's not easy. Yeah. I had to book um, extra baggage on my Virgin flight to bring it all over here because it's bloody, it's bloody difficult. I tell you what. And this is a classic case, a classic case of friends looking out for each other. Mm. In fact, quite similar to The Hangover, where Ed Helms plays the character of a very whipped boyfriend. Bradley Cooper can't believe he's getting into this relationship, but you've also got to be careful, boys. As close as you are, Callum. You're not Mitchell. You don't know exactly what's going on in his head and how much they may value being in the relationship, even if it looks seriously detrimental to uh, Mitch from the outside. However, this case has nothing to do with that. This case is all about the environment in which the circumstances unfolded. So the timing of Mitchell's actions and what was supposed to be a fun weekend quickly went south when this character was brought back into the picture. Now, let's talk about (laughs) night number one. Order. Sorry, sorry. Order. Order. Sorry, deal. Order. Order. He, he said you got to, yeah. Night All one. Right. Good times, beers, boys, and love. To quote Callum, this sounds simply incredible, and I wish I could have hitched my wagon to those fun times personally. Mitchell even had a little bit of extracurricular fun on that first night. Hell yeah, Mitchell. But you know what I love about Mitchell, guys? He does whatever the bloody hell he wants to do. But this weekend, his timing was poor. He went back into a dark past for the friendship group that would inevitably have dire consequences. That weekend, it was supposed to be all about celebrating their great mate's birthday in Breeze, Vegas. And I can't help but picture the ex walking in and everyone's heart sinking when the flashback of the sins that were committed, that were running through everyone's head, 
everything was brought back to the surface. What a night this should have been, right? Mm. Everyone's hungover, delirious from the first night. The chat is hilarious. It's so good. But who knows what could have gone down if the dynamics of the group weren't thrown out the window by this huge spanner. Now, you guys aren't going to believe what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. what? You guys aren't going to believe it. What? It, like the, the question is, is Mitch guilty or is Mitch not guilty? And you're not going to believe where I'm going to go with this. Oh, I, I have oh. no idea. Uh, Mitch is guilty. Don't tell me then. Mitch is guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Order, order. You can't order. slap it up with a judge. Yeah, yeah, order. Yeah. How funny would that be if a judge slapped <laughs> up like someone in the courtroom, the defence lawyer or something? Like, hang on, do they know each other like pretty well? Dap me up, your honour, <laughs> guys. Order. Guilty, uh, guilty of ruining a night out by bringing the ex-girlfriend back into oh. the equation. And according to the Dog Act of 1976, he won't get off lightly. Sidebar, as G mentioned earlier, Mitchell is not guilty of getting two roads in one weekend. Um, this is fine and won't be punished. Everyone's entitled to fulfil their sexual desires. Mm. Um, I also have a lot of questions like about whether or not Mitchell is still with the ex-girlfriend. Yeah, that's what I know, thinking, yes. Yeah, or, with, or was it a one-night-only thing? Well, can um, I, I know this is your thing. I've just got so many questions on it, though. Mm. We should call them. Yeah, sometimes I do, but mm. then that opens up a can of yeah, worms and I the know. segment gets too long. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've just got one part about it is the fact that like I don't know why guys do this I feel like guys do this more than anyone just tell your mates that you're bringing her like why would you just rock up and yeah. not let anyone know yeah. yep. it's yep. gonna yep. be fucking yep. weird if that That's happens right. or just extend your stay and catch up with her when everyone's gone 100% have yep. you read my um? have you read my uh, notes <laughs> sorry <laughs> we're still read? going no 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 <laughs> okay. no no no. yeah right, we, hey we're wrapping, we're wrapping up this, <laughs> this up right now um, Mitchell, your punishment is unique but makes complete sense in the eyes of the justice system. This is a rare punishment where you won't have to do anything. <laughs> but what I'm about to make happen will ensure you learn a lesson, Mitch. That fateful night, you brought an unexpected guest to dinner, so now it's your turn to be shocked at who walked through the door. <laughs> where are you going with this, Harry? I hear you. Where are ask. you going with this, where Harry? Where are you going? Thanks, guys. Callum will now be hosting a dinner party and Mitchell is going to be invited and he can bring a plus one, whoever the hell he wants. But then Callum's date will walk through the door. That date is Mitchell's mum. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mitchell, your mum. You will no doubt experience the same shock that your friends experienced when they saw your ex. Now, Mitchell... I, I just, I never wanted to go there. I really didn't. <laughs> as Dill mentioned, it might have been better to warn the group about the ex or at least meet her later on that yeah. night. Um, yeah, she may have previously been your lover and we love that because we love love. But just think about where you rank your friends in life, how important their feelings are and how much they care about you. Order, case closed. Oh, Expertly dealt with, Harry. And one, you know, an unexpected guest turns into an expected visit to Harry's big house. <laughs> what do you reckon, the mum? And the and the and no one's allowed to say anything. Like it has to be like it's normal. So wait, who, <laughs> did you say Callum's hosting the dinner? Yeah, the guy that wrote in. The he hosts a dinner and brings his mum to the own no, dinner. Brings, brings Mitchell's mum to the mom. dinner that he's hosting. Yeah, yeah. And he has to go home. To, with them, do they go home together? Oh, you know, wherever, that's, wherever the night that's to be decided. Happens. The punishment yeah. ends when the dinner party officially ends. <laughs> okay. But I don't know, it might be a swingers party. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
severe muscles. Superstars. Welcome to the mailbag. We love hearing your correspondence at kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com. Send them in. Send in your big house submissions too. I need some more cases to read on the plane, please. Now, Kevin writes in. He says, hey, as a disgraced sports journalist and two other dudes, can you please look into the suspicious case of the DVD rental shop on Swan Street in Richmond? It baffles my mind how the place is open. And according to Google, it's every day of the week till 8pm. The owner must be up to illegal activity, have wealthy parents, have an OnlyFans or all of the above. Please, I'm too scared to go in myself, but you three Giga Chads could do it for the people. Thanks, Kevin. Now, I did investigate this one, Kevin. I have been into the DVD store and I wanted to do, well, the one test to find out whether a DVD store is real or not. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hi, um, I'm just wondering if you have a particular day today. Yeah. Um, it's Holes with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. It's that hard quiz, good show. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, there you go. The young I thought I could picture in my mind's eye the movie we have called Holes. So I've got that for weekly rental. Great, my wife will be stoked. Um, have you hired here before? Uh, no, I haven't. What I need to do is ask if we've actually got a DVD player. Yeah, so I'll, or I'll Blu-ray or, yeah, oh, okay. or PlayStation or Xbox. Oh, okay. So There's an Xbox in the Airbnb. It's actually yeah. brilliant. They've got all the <laughs> Halos series on the Xbox, which is a fantastic oh, game. Oh, right. Um, but I'll have a look. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't be playing games while you're on holidays or, or coming here to work or whatever it is. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> all right, I won't, I won't play any Halo. I do have holes um, for rent for the week. Okay, cool. Thanks for that. No, that's okay. We're open 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. <laughs> there you day. go. Wow, that was so they've, thorough. They've got holes, so it's a real DVD store. But it my is. question for this guy, who's was a lovely gentleman, by the way, um, is, yes, you shouldn't be playing Xbox while you're on a work trip or on a holiday, but should you be watching holes? <laughs> yes, yes. And you should be renting it on DVD for the week. Is this the DVD shop that's got the records in it as yeah. well? Yeah. Yeah. You know what, you know what, Dill? Do you know the one? I know yeah, the one, know. yeah. But it's so funny because you walk in there. Like, I've been in there to buy, like, records before. And mm. he's so funny, that man I know you're talking about. Mm. And you're like, oh, do you have this? And he sort of looks to it like, yeah, like, it's just in this order, which is, like, the weirdest fucking order of <laughs> oh, all time. Yeah. Like, shit's everywhere, but he just assumes you should know how he's organised <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like, well, I don't know where the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isaac writes in Hey boys Hate the pod Love piss Not sure if it's in your wheelhouse To play this one But thought you may enjoy it This is a bit of commentary From the Leo Gatha vs Juan Thaggy Grand final In the Gippsland League in Gippsland <laughs> Gippsland Gippsland What is it? Excuse <laughs> Gippsland What did I say? Gip- Gippsland League in Victoria, (laughs) that land in Victoria. Apologies for the shit quality, but thought it was a lol and really, really inappropriate. Anyway, keep up the good work. Cheers, Ange Postacoglu. All right, I've got the audio here. Nicely done, 60 metres out, the best chance forward. Need to find a link right here. Kick to the pocket. The lead's nice. The mark's there. No, can't hold it. Can they keep it in? They can. The Billy. Oh, yes. He's kicked the Zambero goal of the day contender. Wow. And didn't they need that more than a Mexican needs to get into America? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, pop star. And this is what... You can't say that. You can't broadcast that. (laughs) It felt like that wasn't planned. Like, as in, he'd planned that. For sure, yeah, like he was, was definitely like, that was written, like, on written his down, yeah. like, and he was yeah. like, "Oh, it's time to use it." Like, and, here and it that's is. why it's concerning. Cause yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even just. It wasn't a slip air. of tongue. Yeah, it was it like, oh, that's yeah, we don't we don't condone that at all. Uh, Berth emailed in asking for someone's advice on how to make a good sting. 
since he wants to produce some content for his work Christmas event he's hosting. Also said if we do another sting off, he'll only piss in sinks for the rest of his life. <laughs> Thanks, Burf. Well, first of all, I don't condone that, Burf, so that's that's not a carrot for me. But we'll give you some sting advice. Harry, yeah. you're probably the best audio producer between mm. the Kick It Four boys. Uh, no, I'd argue Josh is pretty excellent at making stings as well. And, you, and yourself, Giorgio. But the thing is, pull out a um, sound effect that has nothing to do with what the, yeah. with the topic. <laughs> yeah. That's, that seems to do the trick. 100%. You know what I'm thinking as well? Why are we monetizing our stings? We could, we you could, could get easily, briefs sent mm. in, charge them 10 grand a sting. I'm surprised you haven't been sued for your stings because half of them are like Blink-182 and shut stuff. The f- <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, look, we've had a few run Hang on a second. <laughs> Sorry. Um, can I just do one piss chat thing? Because piss chat anytime. Always, always, so always, always. This is a, I, I, I've wanted to bring this up for ages on this call because I always forget. But every night before I go to bed... I go out in the backyard and take a piss. Just, I don't know what it is. And I didn't realise it until, like, I've just started going, this is a bit weird. But, like, because what happens is every night I take my dog out for a, a wee. Yep. And I'm like, oh, well, while I'm here, like, oh, the dog needs to take I'll take my out piss out a- the back <laughs> as well. <laughs> like, it's just, it, like, it's you just. You the done. dog's thinking he's taking you out for a wee every I think night. think so. But how funny is wholesome? Yeah. You and the is, dog, have you never yeah. heard anything like that? Oh, I, I, love I, it. I, always, I love it. I always piss in the backyard. Yeah. How good is it? Yeah, it's sure. just the best. In the fresh air. Does anyone yeah. piss in toilets in your house? Or is it just like faces and backyards? Faces and backyards, <laughs> mainly, yeah. I also do work, uh, like start early in the morning and have housemates. So I don't want to go to the toilet and wake them up when I'm, um, and I get up. So sometimes I'll just piss in the front yard. Yeah, um, that's great. Like, on the car tire? Or just next to the Do you ever go on your car tire? Just next to the, <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah. You, oh, is that where you like to aim your pisses yeah, on the know. car tire? Honestly, it's always like you hide behind the car and just go on the tire. <laughs> I often go, we got to Because if it hits the concrete, it's too loud. So you want to yeah, sort of catch it, it on the way down. It splashes your feet. Yeah, you got to yeah. do the angle. <laughs> I go on our uh, citrus trees. I know they not, they, they like lemon the, trees. Uh, yeah. yeah, lemon trees and yeah. such, yeah. Quirky writes in, just wanted to say I really hate the fucking pod so much. Um, I've emailed it in a few times now. Also, I'm really happy Harry's Collingwood Carlton Lions did so well on Saturday when you wear the hats of three different teams. <laughs> Odds of one is bound to win. Cheers, Quirky. Thank you, Quirky. Thank you, Quirky. Oh, this one's uh, Reese Wheeler. So he emailed in a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about um, uh, West Coast and like their, their post for delisting players and the fact that all you got for being delisted was 20% of one Instagram post, mm. but you get a post on your birthday. And we said, what if you get delisted on your birthday? Reese Wheeler said it happened and it happened to the Cleveland Browns player. Um, he got, <laughs> oh, no. this, is, this is a screenshot. It's uh, Cleveland Browns on Twitter basically like, Join, join us in sending the happiest of birthday wish, wishes to Mike Dunn for real. Michael Dunn, happy birthday. <laughs> and then on the same day, there's a journalist going, the Browns are waving Michael Dunn per source. He appeared in 28 games. <laughs> what, a, what a sad birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, mate. Um, By the way, side note. <laughs> Birthdays, I reckon, are so embarrassing when you're that age. like, And you're getting to listen. Because like, it's like... Oh, it's so awkward. I, see, I always find it funny, like, when a football club, like, if it's their captain's birthday, yeah, it's, it's like, okay, you have to do a post. <laughs> but now that you've done one for them, you need to do a post for, for every single player oh. on your women's team, your men's team, every single player. You need to do a post now. Yeah. The more posts, the better, I think. Do you still get any? Do you get any on, on, on like, AFL media? No, no. And I'm, no. We'll no. give you one. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> March 16th. 
All right, perfect. Perfect enough time to forget about that. Um, <laughs> all right, James from Glenunga. Did I say that one wrong? That's actually very funny, like doing birthday posts of you guys. In You should do that. That's quite <laughs> funny. I really <laughs> okay. like that. Oh, we'll both, we'll both Start doing it. birthday posts. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, Glenunga, did you yeah. say? Yeah, it was that. James from Glenunga. Howdy, boys. Can't really say I'm a fan of the podcast, given that I've only listened to one episode, but that's a different matter. Mm. Okay. Today I just want to express how disappointed I am in the recent pronunciation of the local Adelaide radio station as 5AA. 5AA. 5AA, yes. The correct way to actually say it is 5AA. I knew that. You can only imagine my shock hearing the entire pod with it being butchered, especially weird from you, Josh, given your time at Triple M. Imagine pronouncing the letter sounds only for Triple M. All your listeners would just be thinking you've made a really good lunch or maybe you were pleasuring yourself. (laughs) No doubt things would be strange if you were throwing back the commentary box from the boundaries saying things like, mmm, mmm, rocks footy (laughs) or the MMM Harvey Norman scoreboard. (laughs) Scoreboard. I would have hoped that you, Josh, and you, Geo, working in the digital media space would have little more knowledge of your own field, even just little as knowing how to pronounce the companies in your field. Harry... You don't have a LinkedIn, so I don't really know what you do. Maybe you're unemployed, so you get a pass for the mispronunciation. If this message hit any nerves for you guys, then I suggest you hop on down to the coals. I think Kleenex are half price this week. <laughs> do better. Thanks, James. We, actually, we had a lot of people. Hey? Very Wonderful good. email. I actually wrote back to James and said, this didn't hit any nerve. We don't give a fuck if we get things wrong, but it is hilarious. I love the idea of like, she's a Rocks footy, footy. <laughs> and three A double. You going three or three or? But you know what, James actually has a good point here. I don't have LinkedIn. I think I had it for two weeks and got rid of it. But I do, in fact, work for the company that also does own Five Double A. Nova Entertainment owns Five Double A in Adelaide. So I probably should have been onto that one. Should have known. But that. I also didn't correct Josh because I didn't oh, really care. Well, now obviously we're going to double down and pronounce every letter for every station. Yeah, Love of course, that. of course. Tom Cole writes in, and he's not the West Coast Eagle. We checked. How did you check? Uh, asking. Okay. We got yeah. uh, Good day, Tom Gallop, King of Frothtown, and little Italian mmm emoji. Yeah. Recently started listening to the pod, hate it, BTW, and have heard a lot of talk about a certain dome cafe. Hey. Being a Vic boy myself, I had no idea what you were talking about, but having recently made the trip over to WA for work, I decided to go to the first one I saw and try them out. Upon entering the door, I was immediately hit with a feeling of deja vu, like I had been there before. That's right, boys. I believe Dome is just a shitty Weatherspoons. They've just taken the best part of Weatherspoons. This is a place over in the UK. Yes, yeah, yes, one of those it's a pub chain. Yeah, and the best part of there is the cheap frothies. They've thrown that in the bin and decided to just make the most mediocre breakfast and lunch served with a coffee that tastes like it has a hint of battery acid in it. Anyway, love your work, P.S. Fuck P.S. Morgan. <laughs> Great to be having Dome chat again last time. We were yes. talking to Dill on Dill and Friends. Uh, I got so many messages about the Dome so thing, good. man. It was, it was awesome. Really? Um, exciting news, guys. The dome that closed down near me, my local dome in Subiaco back in WA, is reopening. Thank so I am oh, just pumped. Thank fuck. What, just what do you guys get over there? You get like a long Mac topped up? Is that not, a latte or dome. something? No, you don't get it. If you're going to dome, you're not going. You're not getting a coffee. No, but dome. can't you guys not get like lattes or something? You get long Macs oh, topped yeah, up. Oh, yeah. That's Isn't basically that... just like a triple shot flat white. Long map. I don't. It's confusing. Wunderbar, my friend. Welcome to Russia. Howdy, partner. Asian one. International. That's a good thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> you guys have international listeners. I love it. It's amazing. This is Emmett K. McGrath says, hey, guys, it's me, Emmett. That's me. I'm an American, but I listen to your show. Is that illegal? Yes. Asking for a friend. Anyway, I live in Utah now with my lovely wife, Allie, and was wondering, since my polygamy is legal here, it's definitely not, I was throwing the idea of a second or third wife. Honestly, shudder at the thought of two women being utterly underwhelmed by me, but it could be cool. Also, the White Sox are my team. We have just had the 10th World Series in our history, so pretty good. That's it. So long, Emmett K. McGrath. <laughs> Thanks, Emmett. Uh, we support any choices you make with the when it comes to how many partners or wives yeah, you just, make. Just um, run, it, run it by you. You don't want to stretch yourself too thin, though. Make sure there's enough Emmett to fulfill everyone's needs. Yeah. Okay? So if that means having one partner, then it should only mm. be one partner. Yeah. If you've got extra, you can give extra. Uh, one more here from Joe via DM. Hi, boys. Love what you've been doing with the pod. I'm in Newcastle at the moment, and I took a slight detour to visit the monument to Ad, uh, Admiral Lord Collingwood, um, whom which the suburb is named after. For some good juju ahead of the granny, and as I put up an Insta story with the Pies theme song and a photo of the monument, two magpies fly past. <gasps> I think there's something in that. Joe, there is definitely something in that. That's cool. Send any emails to kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com. Um, hey, a quick shout-out to everyone we've run into in Melbourne yes, as well. so many good interactions. There was the guy just sprinting down Bridge Road going for a run. He's like, kick it forward. <laughs> Thanks to that guy. Uh, the legends of the Great Northern yelling, order to me. <laughs> Um, Anthony outside the Swan Hotel at about 2am on Sunday morning who helped me provide relationship advice to a very distraught girl. Gerard, oh, now? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Break up or? Mm, I didn't recommend that course of action, but uh, mm. I, I, she doesn't listen to the pod. She's, I was just random. I was <laughs> <laughs> so we'll never know what happens there. Also, all the guys have just gone, oh, you're not actually that short. Man, um, I get that all the time too. It's such a nice, hell, it's such a nice backhanded compliment though. I know. I, I I never know whether to say thank you or go fuck yourself. No, I say thank it's, you. Yeah, it's um, often, I, I kind of go, yeah, it's a coin flip for me. Uh, also, vomit story Flick. Uh, Flick, who writes into the email a few weeks ago about her vomit story. She was at the Swan. That was great. Guys, get your tickets to the live show. Those tickets are selling fast. November 3rd is the postponed date. Uh, link in the episode of this bio. Dill, thank you so much for yes. letting us use your great facilities here. Uh, you, you and your team have been amazing and very uh, warm and welcome. I mean, thanks for giving us a few insights and um, sharing a few stories of your own as well, right? No, I appreciate it, boys. Massive fan.